It's very hard to admit, but sometimes our marriages get boring, and we don't know how to say that out loud. You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob, and this week, Rosemary Barnes joining us. I'm your host, Ruthie J, and uh, this is a parenting program, but so much of marriage trickles on through to parenting. So we try it about every month or two months mm-hmm. to have a marriage topic because there's it's a whole world of issues to to go through, right. and it really does help you out in your parenting journey as well. Yeah, if my marriage isn't working, it's going to impact the parenting. I mean, the marriage, uh, for those that are listening that are married, the marriage is the team, and it's the team that God has called to work as a team, become, become one flesh, it says uh, in the marriage description in Genesis. And if we don't take time for the marriage, if we don't take time to decide, okay, we need some team fun, uh, we're in huge trouble. I mean, we know that in the workplace. You re- you remember the different activities that we do here at Sheridan House, the bowling tournament when no one knew how to bowl, and the Frisbee golf ter- tournament when, when uh, you were it hilarious. It was way too hot Yes, outside. it was hot, and, you, and, and all, all the ladies complained. all the women were sweating Yes, they did. But it was a team builder, right? <laughs> we were practicing grumping or something. I don't know. But it was we, we have all these little things, the, the, the food-making contest we had here one time at Sheridan House. It's to bring some fun into the relationship. How much more? It's so important here. Because it, it impacts the way we parent, it impacts the way our children see marriage when they view it, it impacts uh, the environment and the security environment, it just impacts everything, doesn't it? Yes, and it's, biblically, it is a foundation, foundational principle of the home, and so when the foundation is solid and in place, then just normally the uh, the children are going to be more secure and solid. I remember um, before the children were born, I was an elementary school teacher in the classroom, and I just could not believe, and this is not a foundational print, well, maybe sort of a foundation, I guess, but um, I remember my children would be, reflect the mood that I would, if I was not in a good mood or tired or this or that, immediately they pick up on that. So if that's true in, the, in a classroom setting, how much more so in the home mm. when if mom and dad are functioning as a unit, as a one flesh relationship, to create that secure foundation for the children? Well, we're going to talk this week about when a marriage gets boring. Uh, and, and what we do about that. But I, I guess today, one of the key things is how how do you think that happened? Not that our marriage has ever been boring. Ours is absolutely awesome and incredible. But, and you're I, not. I don't believe that yeah. either. I'm oh, just looking oh, at you well, both. Rosemary's just staring off into space like, what planet am I I just fell on? asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, how, how does that happen? Because it, it wasn't boring when they or we or, or people are dating and then all of a sudden it gets boring. How do you think that even happens? Well, I think we come into the marriage relationship on this very unrealistic, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Ruthie, romantic, oh, we're so in love perspective into the marriage. And while hopefully that's there, I don't think we anticipate that real life happens, that um, you know, that we're tired at the end of the day, or we disagree on things, or you know, we're, we're a couple coming together with very different temperaments and outlooks on life and all mm-hmm. those things. And so when we come in, we have this romantic notion that, um, you know, that our, the relationship is going to be just as wonderful and exciting as it was when we were dating, and it's that's not realistic. So why isn't it? Why, if it's wonderful and exciting when we're dating, why is it after we get married, for some, it's not still wonderful and exciting? And can I just say, probably for all, probably there's that stretch in a marriage in the beginning of a marriage. Well, this is not like when we were dating. Why do you think that happens? Any, I mean, here, here's what we do know. We know that... Ladies sit and talk about their marriage. We know that men never talk about their marriage. Men never go to lunch and say, "Hey, Earl, how's your marriage going?" Maybe you ought to. Maybe maybe that we make should. A I'm not sure. We know how <laughs> challenge to challenge the men, Rosemary. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. <laughs> if I said to some of my friends, "We're going to go to lunch and talk about our marriage," I'd be sitting alone in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. No one would show up. 
I don't know that we know how to, Maybe but you we guys should follow through on that. Oh, well, you know what? Would you just stay with the notes? So <laughs> how, how is it? How does that happen? Do you think that all of a sudden it's different from when we were dating? Well, I think because real life happens and we are going back to, to jobs and responsibilities and then children come along and all the responsibilities that that um, adds to the plate. And it's it's just unrealistic that we're going to be in this, you know, euphoric, romantic state for the rest of our lives um, because we live in a real world where, with real issues and financial problems and work problems and children problems and societal problems. And so I think we have this very unrealistic expectation of what the marriage relationship is going to look like. I, I don't think we expected to have to work at it because we imagined it came automatic when we were dating. But I, I don't think I don't think we realized when we were dating how hard we worked at it. I don't think we realized when we were dating how much of a priority it was. It was an absolute priority. I mean, when you and I were dating in college and you went home to Dubuque, Iowa, which baffles me that anyone would go home to a place called Dubuque, Iowa, but you went home to your family in Dubuque, <laughs> Sounds Iowa. Sounds like something gross. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's just, it, it, you just summarized it. That's their motto, a place where that's gross. Anyway, oh, she went home to Dubuque, Iowa. and uh, I'm sure it's beautiful. Uh, it is. It, it is not. It's on the but, Mississippi River. Okay. But I followed you home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a job, a construction job, and, and spent that summer living in Dubuque, and uh, I, I worked at it then. I think what shocks us is that we have to keep working at it. I don't think we're ready for that. I, I think we get married and it's just, I, I, I didn't expect to have to work. It should, it should kind of just flow. And then you used a phrase a minute ago, going back. Um, it's almost like we get married and we go back to the other priorities. We go back to work. We go back to sports. We go back to all these things rather than keeping the, the relationship was a top priority when we were dating, called each other all the time, all these different things. And then all of a sudden people get married. And they go back to old routines, and their marriage has to figure out how to slide in somewhere. So I, I can I think it catches us very, 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 very off guard. I think also in our culture, in American culture, that we have a very unrealistic look at what marriage is and, and what love is. Even I grew up in Japan as a missionary kid, and in at that time, I don't know what's going on today, but at the time when I was there as a little girl, most marriages were arranged. And what they would do is mom and dad from this family would talk to mom and dad from his family, and they would say, you know, I think they're a fit. Their, their personalities would click, and, you know, we've got some of the same values in our families, and they would arrange marriages. And, I'm, you know, I'm not saying we should go back to that. No, because my dad but... would have so gotten even with me for what I did in high school, yeah. <laughs> for the rest but, of your life, yes, I'll arrange yes, you with yes. someone. <laughs> but the interesting thing is – it was thought through. The process was thought through. What what couple would meld and work well together and uh, all the things that, that they would um, think about. And we're just so in this romantic, oh, we're so in love, we're going to get married, kind of an unrealistic look at what marriage is all about. And as you said, Bob, it, it we don't think about it taking work. Mm. We just think we're just going to be in this wonderful state of romance for the rest of my life. And don't you think also when you're dating, you kind of have the idea of getting married as the goal. Mm-hmm. So you're working towards this goal. Yes. And then once you get married, well, then now it's the real journey that started. But you thought you just crossed the finish line. No, that was just the start line. That's right. Oh, that's and a it, great statement. And it gets yeah. even messier when you have couples who have chosen to live together first. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's try it out. Yeah. Well, that kind of work. Well, then what kind of, you know, if you don't have that marriage commitment in there, mm-hmm. that just meddles up the waters. Well, they have a hard divorce rate, people that live together before they get married. What you said, Ruthie, I think really put a finger on it. The goal was getting married rather than being married. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to get to the altar. I mean, look at her. She's beautiful. I'll just get to the altar. 
but the whole being married. I think she has un- a woman may have unrealistic expectations. I think most men have no expectations. Uh, you know, got married, got this, got that, got a career. I mean, and so I, I don't know what to do about this. And I worked before. You're right to get to the altar. And now I've gotten to the altar. What what am I supposed to do with this? So I I think it's probably a natural progression for people to enter into an era of boring. And I think there are seasons of every marriage. No matter how we've been married. Uh, almost 42 years, and I think there are seasons of ours when, when she finds me boring. Baffles me that anyone would find me boring. I don't I, It baffles me. How would me. you ever? I don't know. I'm awesome. No I, I love being with me, actually. But it, <laughs> but I think there are seasons um, when every marriage has to deal with, with boredom, and I think there are seasons when when you especially have to pull me out of my rut. This is my rut. You know, Tuesday, I'm doing this every Tuesday and, and, and trying to break those ruts. And so Monday, I do this. Tuesday, I do this. Wednesday, I do this. I, I think we didn't expect uh, to have to work at this thing, and we didn't expect – I didn't expect her to be so different, and she didn't expect me to be so different. And and I think there's another thing in the boring issue. I didn't expect you to want a relationship because I'm not sure what a relationship is. You know, I, I, I never went with my friends to lunch just to sit and talk and to want to go to lunch and sit and talk without some, you know, a script or something. Tell me what we're going to, but we did it when we were dating. And, and so I, I think if there's a healthy thing here of when marriage goes through that times of boring where we look at it and say, we have to work at this. And not because we have to work at this, we should want to work at this. And, and there's got to be not only that, but more things, I'm, and this is just a thought, um, more things pulling us out of our marriage in our lives than ever, 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 ever in history. Well, if you, you just made the comment that as a male, you did not expect relationship. I think as women, that was one of the primary desires of getting married was to have this relationship with this man that I loved. What do you think the males desire if we as women want a relationship from this marriage, mm-hmm. even though we uh, you know, didn't know that it was going to take this kind of work to, to make it happen? But what do you think were the reasons why a man well, one of them is I can't say on the air uh, what I think the, his desires for this relationship. That, I mean, that's, fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We may have children listening on the way home from school right now. So one of them, but but I, I think nothing prepared me for a relationship. Everything in my world is competitive. I mean, I don't know how to sit with a friend. I go play golf and we try to beat each other, or go play tennis and we try to beat each other, or go fishing and try to beat each other. So to for to just sit and talk, just sit and relate. But then, what's the incentive for men to get married? Well, look at her. That's the incentive. That's your incentive, yeah. and it's wonderful. But yeah. your husband's incentive. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I I think we're not too sure anymore. I mean, but stability she, maybe. She, like I don't know. know. I think domestic she, help. She, you're you're going to tell me <laughs> domestic help? No, that's cheaper actually to bring some in to clean <laughs> the house. True. Yes, that's very true. Yes. True. So I think you're going to tell me what your desire is. I think one of the problems is his desire is probably lust, um, and I think I have to say I think God created it that way, and God created him. As a visual creature, because it gives her some power in this relationship, um, but I'm I'm not sure he knows why, and I'm not sure he's going to know why for ten plus years in the marriage. Um, when when all of a sudden he realizes this is really nice, I, I I've I've never had anybody else to talk to like this, and she becomes his best friend, and I think it takes a long long time and a lot of brokenness in the process. Do you think part of it on the, for the male is that competitiveness you're talking about, the pursuit? that um, this is a something that you're going after, you're pursuing, mm-hmm. and then once the pursuit has been realized, then, oh, okay, well, we're married and everything's okay now. Do you think that's part of it? Well, there's a lot, that's a very loaded question that could make me have to be going to dinner alone tonight uh, as I answer <laughs> this question. 
I, and if, if anyone pursued it was me for four and a half years, uh, let me make sure I put that on the table. I, I think there is something going on in me that knew how lonely I was, but I didn't. What fills that? But I, I, I mean, you or the male? I think the male's a very lonely, very vulnerable person. Uh, much more vulnerable than her. I think he's very, very lonely, very vulnerable. And, and all of a sudden, this person that he goes out with kind of gets him and listens to him. And he's practicing relationship. Uh, I mean, it, it, a lot of men can talk um, and are good at talking. They just don't, don't understand the relationship part and the listening and trying to hear and work it out. I, I, I think he doesn't have all the all the things in the list of why to get married that she has, because I think he hasn't thought about it much of his life, or I think she's thought about it much of her life and had dolls and played house and did these things. And, and you know, in our house, when, when, uh, when the princess, whoever in England got married, you and Tori were up, dressed up at 4 a.m. in the morning watching it on television. Yeah. <laughs> and you too? Awesome. Oh. I didn't dress up for it. but yeah. Oh, um, we're talking white gloves. They went to the <laughs> wedding, except it was in England and we were here at That's our house. Awesome. And And the two females in our house were watching the wedding. Mm -hmm. um, that didn't occur to me. Wouldn't have occurred to me. I'd have made it about two minutes. And then going through the magazines for the dresses and this. And then we're kind of going through the same thing with Kate again right now uh, in her life and her baby and, and the trip to Australia. But Having said all that, I, I think y y you you understand the package more than he does. Uh, I, I think it's not good for man to live alone, God says, but I don't think man knows why. So if I don't know why, I, then I don't know how to do this. And I, I do believe God makes the marriage relationship a little bit complicated, how to actually have a relationship rather than get married to get just to get, because he's teaching us how to have a relationship with him rather than to use him just to be the answer man. Get, I need this. Would you get me that? Like he's a genie in a bottle that we rub every now and then. I do think God set up the marriage relationship to, to teach us more about how to have this relationship. But I, I think you're, as a female, I think this is a generalization and a stereotype, but I think you're more prepared for the marriage and you have, I think your, your expectations are a little unrealistic at first, but I think your goals are the goals worthy of pursuing and drawing him into those goals, drawing me into those goals. Because when you and I got married, I had no clue how to talk to you. No clue how to listen. No clue how to just go for a walk. And so I, I, I think the picture here is our marriage gets boring. And when it gets boring, it puts us in a place. Okay, now we need to begin to learn how to be married. There's a lot more we're going to cover for the rest of this week here on Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes on this uh, How My Marriage Has Gotten Boring and How to Get Out of It. So hope you can join us for the rest of the week for this topic. And if you missed today's program, any part of it, or you want to share it with your spouse or a friend that, that could hear it, Go online to parentingonpurpose.org. You'll find it there, and you can listen to it for free. And to find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries, go online to shfm.org. We hope you join us tomorrow. We'll continue talking about how to get out of the boring marriage that you might be in. Mm -hmm.